Hey everyone, before we start the episode, um, I wanted to mention a couple of things uh, that, one, I forgot to get to because I'm bad at my job, and two, uh, that might have got lost somewhere. You might have missed it. Uh, I want to make sure you know about it. So the first one I want to talk about is um, Jersey Contest. Go check out my Twitter, at Pod On Monday or whenever you're listening to this, you should see the post that has all the details for how to do this. You're going to have to follow at HockeyPodNet. You're going to follow at Kane's Train Pod, and you're going to retweet that post. That's going to um, put you in the running to win a jersey of your choice. Um, and we've got to we've got to win. We got to we got to get the most retweets on that post. So Kane's fans and the like, go follow at HockeyPodNet. Follow at Kane's Train Pod. Find that tweet. I'll pin it to you know my profile, so you should be able to see it as soon as you get to my profile. Retweet that. Share it with as many people as possible, so it gets as many retweets. Um, and the winner, the, the post that gets the most retweets, that show's host gets to pick a winner. So hopefully that's me. I get to pick one of you people to win a jersey. Everyone's happy. The other thing that I forgot to mention is that um, I'm going to start streaming. And, and this episode, actually, the guest portion of it that I recorded with Isha was streamed um, on Periscope on Twitter. Uh, so follow at Pod. But I'm going to be doing that more often. Um, you know, some guests and such, um, or just myself. So go check that out. It's cool. You can, you can just click the link. Um, you know, people chimed in, you get to throw out questions in real time and all that and just kind of interact. So I thought it was fun. It was cool. I'm going to be doing it more often. So keep an eye out for that. You're going to want to follow at Kane's train pod. So you know when that's going on. Thanks everyone. Enjoy this episode. Hello, hello, hockey fans. My name is Nick Berlansky, host of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. My co-host, Nick Horwat and I talk all things Pittsburgh Penguins, from top news to game analysis and other unconventional hockey talk. We've got you covered. A team in the playoffs or in the play-in round won the first overall pick, and I wanted to throw my phone clear across this plane. <laughs> Nope, nope, it, he else? will. Yeah, see, there's your he hot will. take, got it. Where That's it? my hot take. <laughs> he will be a Hockey Hall of Famer, if not possibly first ballot Hall of Famer. That was just awful officiating, and who who was this this scrub that was officiating? Let me let me look it up real quick. Mark Rasheed, <laughs> something like that? Oh, oh, Recky. I just, I just wanted to see him booming it from blue line to blue line, being the lines. That's all I wanted to see. Very few general managers have those type of players, let alone three players that you can easily say, if I don't trade them, my team will be better. So all I have to do is not make a move. And I get that's a foreign concept for Jim Rutherford, but you just don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. You don't do that. <laughs> New episodes every Monday. Tune in at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcast from. And let's go Pens. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.
What is up? Welcome back to the Kane Strain Podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. Um, thanks for joining us again on this Monday. A um, little bit to get into here off the start. Um, I did get to speak with Isha Jerome of the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, he also hosts the Soda Pod for the Minnesota Wild um, with State of Hoppy over there. So that show's great. Go check it out. Um, and you'll hear all the details of that stuff in this conversation we had. Um, but before that, let's get to some Hurricanes talk. There's not a whole lot, um, but the main the main thing going on in the world of Carolina Hurricanes hockey is that the Hurricanes came to an, a two-year agreement with Hayden Fleury. Um, and that deal was made, um, two-year deal, $1.3 million AAV, um, and look, it's uh, it's 1.05 in the first year and 1.55 in the second year. And, um, you know, we had talked, I talked even with Corey Lavalette last week um, about this contract and what it would probably look like. And, you know, this is pretty much in the realm of what we thought, somewhere in the one and a half million range. Um, this, of course, coming in a little under that at 1.3. So look, a great deal for the team, I think, because... Um, you know, I really, truly believe that Hayden Fleury is going to be a very dependable third-pairing guy. Uh, and, you know, 1.3 mil is is great for a guy that can do that. And someone who also showed maybe a little bit of coming out of his shell offensively as well, you know, after millions of games with no goals, uh, Hayden Fleury was able to, you know, spark a little bit of offense this year as well in, in, limited, um, in limited minutes. Um, the other important part of signing Hayden Fleury, I believe is that um, Flurry is a guy that was relied upon to kill penalties as well. And if you know anything about Rod Brendamore, you know that, you know, he doesn't just put you out there <laughs> to kill penalties. Like, you, you have to prove that you have the stuff to do it. And, um, you know, the Canes lose two guys that were fairly prominent penalty killers, and that is Joel Edmondson and Trevor Van Riemsdyk. And you need people to step up. Obviously, Dougie's been able to, you know, step into more of a penalty killing role. You know what you've got in Slavin. You know you've got Brett Pesci. I think that Hayden Fleury um, is the next guy into the kind of, you know, uh, the the fourth guy out of the penalty penalty killing pair. So I think that's an important important thing to note as well. Uh, but I was impressed with Fleury. The only thing with Hayden is that it's a very limited sample size, and I'm sure that's what the team was was arguing for for leverage on their end um, was that you know hey we love what you did but it was for I don't know 20 30 games so like it's it's tough to just get a great contract as an RFA after you know limited limited uh, a limited role like basically in in the Hurricanes' eyes, he was a seventh defenseman. Now, I think we know that Hayden Flurry can be more than that. I think he's kind of proven that. I think he believes that. But being able to prove that is is what's important to get the contract. I was surprised that they ended up going two years here. Um, but hey, if Hayden, you know, if they think that's the right move for him, then fantastic. You you do also have to think about like what Trevor Van Riemsdyk got. I would say that those are two fairly uh, fairly comparable players and. Uh, TVR, you know, struggled a little bit after an injury, but um, very, very similar role as Hayden Flurry. I would say that that would be someone you could compare him to 
as far as, you know, an expected contract and TVR got under a million. So, I mean, I, you know, maybe Hayden even made out with this one because um, he's, he's getting a lot of, of money based on potential. Um, but I do think he, he played really well. Like, Hey, I think he deserves this. I think, you know, he probably, he, I kind of expected him to get a little more, but then you also think about it and like, it, there's a lot of recency bias in this, in all these discussions about Flurry because, you know, he, it hasn't been that long since he's been like a mainstay in the defense. It feels like it has because it was back in like, I don't know, February when, you know, that kind of began. Um, but game wise, it was, you know, a, a handful of games toward the end of the year, really after the Dougie injury, which wasn't a handful of games. It was a decent amount, but um, it's not like they finished the season. And then in this return to play, I thought he played really well in that. But, you know, again, not a ton of games. But the the hope is that he can kind of take that momentum and continue to run with it, and I really do think he'll be able to. I'm happy with this deal. Um, I think that it makes sense for both sides, and it's a two-year deal, so uh, Flurry will be around when, it, when it's up. He will be an unrestricted free agent. He'll have a little more leverage, and uh, his goal is definitely going to be to prove that, you know, he can be... I think his ceiling is a, is a second pair defenseman. I do think he can get there. Um, but right now, a, a pretty solid looking third pair guy. Um, so, you know, he'll be trying to prove that he can he can do more with this team. And if he can, hey, maybe you re-sign him to a, a solid deal and you can move out, um, you know, one of your, your other defensemen that can get you something else if you need it. Or maybe you just have more depth. And I don't know. The salaries are going to start to stack up, so it's going to be interesting, especially if the Hurricanes are able to re-sign Dougie Hamilton, what they do with their defense, because, um, and you know, Jacob Slavin and Brett Pesci are on phenomenal deals uh, that were long-term deals, so that's great, but eventually those will run out, so you got to be doing some some forward thinking to that time period as well, and you can't be having, you know, $8 million on your third pair, and you can't be having, you know, $12 million in your second pair either. Because you're gonna have, you know, 15 mil on your first pair. So it's a it's a lot to, to think about for the for the management. It's tricky with the flat cap and all that. But good for Hayden Flurry. I think is the moral of the story. Um, you know, I think we all know what we've seen from him, and what we can probably expect. So good for Hayden. I'm glad they got that figured out. The missing piece now is Warren Fogle, which as of the time of recording this, um, no contract out. His arbitration date is November 4th, so um, yeah, coming up here real, real soon, as a matter of fact, this is the second that this episode drops, so um, you know, Wednesday, (laughs) Wednesday of the week this episode comes out is when that arbitration is, so um, you'll either see something before then, it might even happen by the time this episode comes out or by the time you're hearing it, Um, or that arbitration is going to happen, and um, you know, it'll, it'll be an interesting one, I think. Um, Warren just, and I talked about this with Corey Lavalette too. I don't want to repeat myself too, too much, but Warren to me is just one of those, um, you know, again, showed bright spots, but was never able to consistently do it and seems to just be a fourth line player. So as an RFA fourth line guy, like don't really know how much pull you have, but you know, his, his people are going to be pushing for the two, Two million-ish range, probably a Brock McGinn-esque uh, deal, and uh, I think that the team will be pushing for a one million-dollar range of kind of a replacement-level fourth line forward, and 
you know, it's going to suck to have to argue that against one of your young players. And that's kind of why you don't want to go to arbitration. But if you do, you do. And expansion draft coming up. I just, I don't know. Some things point toward Warren Fogle being a guy who might be out when that uh, when that draft comes. But I think this contract, and, and especially if it goes to arbitration, what contract is awarded uh, will be a big factor in that, for sure. So look out for that. Um, at least we know we'll get some news this week, finally. Um, and with that, I'm going to send the rest of this episode down to um, the talk I had with Isha. You can follow him at VI Sports Talk on Twitter. Um, of course, follow at HockeyPodNet. Ooh, and the other thing I do want to mention before we go any farther is uh, the jersey contest. And um, what this is, is it's a THPN um, contest giveaway. And what you need to do, I will have tweeted about this sometime Monday. So look out for it. If you're listening to this early, it might not be out yet, but sometime early afternoon, usually around noon is when I try to throw those things out. So go, of course, follow at Kane's Train Pod. And you'll see this. Um, it'll be all over. You know, it'll be it'll be on all the hosts will be posting stuff, but um, specific to the Hurricanes, I will post the contest details. And what it is is it's a jersey giveaway, and you will need to follow at HockeyPodNet. So Hockey P O D N E T. Go follow them. Of course, you want to be following for just these types of things anyway. You know, if you want to get some free stuff, I mean, hit a follow button. It's a pretty easy thing to do. Um, you know, you don't. It, it's not like it, it's not like it bothers you. Like it's not like we're spamming things out. Like it's just you know cool content and uh, giveaways, free stuff. So why not, right? Um, the other thing you're gonna need to do is follow. It says your favorite show. You know, I'm gonna say that if you're listening to this, I would hope it's this one, but it might not be. But you should follow anyway. So I'm just gonna say that the rules are you gotta follow me, or anyone listening, and that is at Kane's Train Pod. Kane's Train. P-O-D, okay? So follow those two. You got to retweet the post that I put out. Um, you know, it'll be there'll be a Hurricanes jersey. It'll have all these details in there, so you don't have to remember this, but just know to go look for that tweet. You have to retweet that. Follow those two parties. Uh, the post that gets the most retweets, each show will basically be tweeting out this thing specific to the team they cover. Whoever gets the most retweets gets to pick the winner from the people who entered, you know, for their specific team. So... Go follow at HockeyPodNet. Go follow at Kane's Train Pod if you're not already, and retweet that post as soon as you hear this, and you'll be entered to win that jersey. The more retweets, the better. So share it with people because you know we gotta win. If I'm gonna be able to pick one of you guys or girls, we gotta win. So I think that the Hurricanes fan base is pretty good at you know surprising some people with these challenges. So I'm putting the challenge out there to you. Let's win this thing. You know, let's prove that. Uh, you know, we got a lot of fans. I don't want to hear these jokes like, oh, the, of course the Canes post got four retweets. And, you know, I don't want somebody like, God forbid, like the Capitals or the, the Penguins or, you know, one of those bummy shows wins. We don't want that. Uh, those guys are great, but, you know, not for this. We don't want that. So let's beat them, you know. I'm pretty competitive, and uh, I'm going to be pushing this one hard. So go follow. It's easy. Retweet. It's easy. Um, and you know, tell some people, get yourself a chance to win some free stuff. I like giving out free stuff, especially when it's to Hurricanes fans. So thank you. Um, and enjoy this chat with Isha. All right. What's up everybody. Uh, it's me back here again, Zach doing the Canes train podcast and I'm doing it with friends. 
and we have the Hockey Podcast Network's very own Isha Jeromey. What's going on, my man? How's it going, man? Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Thanks for doing this. Um, for people that don't know, um, you are 50% of the brain trust of the Hockey Podcast Network. 30% actually. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Dylan and, does more of the heavy lifting. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. And we'll have to get Dylan on sometime soon. Um, but yeah, this is this is one of the guys behind the the madness that you see here with all these shows we got going on. So um, I guess thanks, because I don't think I could put up with all that uh craziness and, and all the the shows going on at the same time it seems like a lot of work so uh, hey, it's, a, it's a lot of work but it's, it's a lot of fun man and no and thank you because like you know I, i've told you this before uh i guess off the air that like i i love your podcast and you know every, you know i'm the one who subscribes you know i have uh i have a reminder so whenever there's a new episode even though i'm the one who posts all your episodes in the morning I'm like oh yeah kane's wow. train baby let's go so no you, you do an outstanding job and we're really happy to have you here thanks man i appreciate it um I see you got the guitar in the background too, by the way. Check out his new single, everybody. It's That's unreal. Right. This guy's a musician. And I know I know. I said I'd send you some tracks so that we could start you know, doing some music from afar. I, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. As you know, <laughs> things have been a little busy here lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, man, this is, the, this is the studio. You see. This I love the, it. We've got the guitars in here. We've got the keyboards. We've got the mics, you know. We've nice. got everything you need. Except nice. for, you know, a studio. We got... <laughs> It's just an office room, so. Yeah, well, I'm like literally in an office, though we've kind of turned it into a studio. I can't rock out in here because I'd piss everybody off. Yeah, that's unfortunate, I guess. I probably <laughs> pissed my neighbors off. Uh, yeah, you can you see go. I'm right next to the window here, but um, <laughs> I don't really care about them. They're always out like, you know, lawn mowing and, and stuff. Like that. <laughs> that makes noise. Oh, I can't man. tell you how many times I've I've had to pause. And um, I mean, you'll 100% you will hear my dogs if you haven't already during this broadcast. So I have to deal with that. Um, but because I'm right here next to the window, so many times I've had to pause because neighbors are like, I mean, I'm in Georgia. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's the people are like, Hey man, what's going on? You're like, <laughs> why, why are you screaming outside? So yeah, I've had to, I've had to, so they you can just, do the, the guitar noises and whatnot. And I'll deal with that. And we'll call it a wash. <laughs> you just have to have like a, a sign. That's just like podcast in, in progression. Yeah. I got in, like, in session. Yeah. I got the little tag that goes on the door. Um, but you know, nice, the nice. only people usually here are the dogs and they don't care apparently when that's on the door, they don't respect it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, like I said, I'm a fan regardless, man. <laughs> <laughs> Good to hear. Good to hear. Um, another thing you do in addition to helping out running the network is you host the, uh, the soda pod over there with state of hoppy. Um, so everybody go check that out. It's, uh, you know, everywhere you find podcast. If you found this one, I would imagine you're capable of finding that one as well. Just search the Soda Pod. It's part of the Hockey Podcast Network for the Minnesota Wild. But um, you guys do uh, a lot of like beer talk over there too, right? Yeah, I'd say honestly, it's it's about a 50-50 split beer review slash beer talk show. We, we mix in a couple other like types of booze as well. Like we had a whole whiskey episode where we brought a a whiskey blogger from <coughs> pardon malt.com to come and talk about, you know, whiskey. And he like into fine whiskey and also like you know, whiskey that you can maybe get a good deal on that's not too expensive, but tastes like that fine stuff. So we talk all things booze, but definitely a uh, beer, hence the name Soda Pod. And well, Minnesota having such a great craft beer scene that it, that it does. Hoppy's dialed into that crowd too and has been doing some uh, some on-site market research. Uh, COVID safe, don't worry. But uh, meeting a lot of these brewers, um, owners of these companies, and a lot of them are, well, they're part of the state of hockey. They're obviously hockey fans. So we've been bringing a lot of brewers and uh, companies on our show to just talk beer, um, you know, liquor scene, craft beer scene in Minnesota and beyond because here in Vancouver Island, British Columbia, where I'm from, there's a huge craft beer scene as well. 
And then we also work in some hockey, both in the high school, college, and of course, uh, National Hockey League level. We tell our fans, like, we get full disclosure, some episodes are going to be more hockey heavy, some will be more beer heavy. And, uh, and we do know that like some of our fans just come and listen just for the beer talk and then fuck off. And some listen just to the hockey and, you know, fuck off during the beer talk. And some are very vocal about this on the comments too. Um, but we do, we've built like a pretty sweet Minnesota organic fan base who really like what we bring in that, you know, the quirky guy from Vancouver Island who has no business <laughs> talking about the Minnesota wild. And then the guy who's actually played you know, high school hockey, college hockey in Minnesota and, you know, loves beer in his own right. So it's it's a great mix with the state of Hoppy and I. We're, we're fuck. We're almost hitting episode. We hit episode ninety six yesterday, Whoa. and uh, he's he's been with me for about thirty episodes now. And I, I always say, and he he's thinking I'm joking, but I always say like that's when the show really took off. So I'm really lucky to have a, a great co-host in Hoppy there. Yeah, it's a great show. Um, I don't have a co-host. It's just me. I, my brain is my co-host. Yeah, well, you know? see, you don't need one. That's the thing. I need I need someone to help drive the bus with me. Right? I drive it right yeah. off the rails. It's kind of not, I, I see sometimes I like, I don't mind. I like doing, obviously I've done mostly solo episodes, hmm. but I like, I have to get guests in every now and then or yeah. else I go crazy. And also I don't know, like, am I being insane when I say things like you, there's no one there for reference, <laughs> <So> <laughs> like, you know, stream of consciousness going. And then I'll, I'll like stop it. And I'm like, I guess that was good. I, I don't know. I, I, I would it. think it was good, but my audience, I'm not, you know, recording to an audience of just me. So. Hey, well, um, you're doing a good job of it anyways. <laughs> appreciate it. Um, all right. Well, maybe let's get in. There's there's not a whole lot been going on this offseason like recently after we passed kind of the draft and mm-hmm. you know, free agency. And there's nobody's doing a ton because of the flat cap and all that. But um, this last week, man, there's been a lot of at least sports kind of craziness going on. So um, maybe we can touch on some of it because it's a little... Uh, it's it's you know relative to hockey but also still just kind of wild it probably even fits the off the rails segment of the show (laughs) because like the league's going off the rails man um what about the arizona stuff do you 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 kept up with that yeah we talked a little bit about it on the the soda pod yesterday and i was happy to see today that uh you know that that bill armstrong and his team were you know and the minnesota wild anyways came out and said that actually like we're we're not going to sign this player, you know, and we're kind of revoking. I don't know the exact wording, but you know, we're we're stepping away from even you know drafting him. You know, we're we're cutting that tie there, and uh, and I think that's huge. Um, obviously, Bill Armstrong wasn't part of that draft, though he came in as the new general manager. And what I mean, what a guy already. I I, I really respect this step. Um, he's he's kind of walked into a shitstorm, and you know that having that baggage with that particular player that they drafted, and also cleaning up after Chaika's, uh you know, incident with the, the CHL there where he's testing OHL players and whatnot. Um, and now obviously the Arizona Coyotes being, being fined as a result. Um, so he has his work cut out from right away. And I think this was uh, a big step forward. A lot of the media and and the, the organization was heavily criticized that a statement came out in, I guess, a, a reactionary statement in response to this news being broken to, to the public about this player's past behavior. Um, and, but I think them backing it up by cutting ties was was huge and i i have a lot of respect for armstrong in that in that case yeah i mean i just so i don't know the whole thing was the whole story was just kind of like a whoa i didn't know about any of this and then it just kind of dropped and uh you know it's a lot (laughs) it's a lot to take in it is it is and And, um go ahead well well, at first i mean i'm all about second chances i'm all about you know judging a person of who they are 
And especially if they've used past mistakes to help shape themselves in a better light. I'm all of, I'm all about the redemption story, but it seemed from what I've heard and what I've been reading and what has been reported that none of that really came into account with this kid and that some of the details coming out on, you know, what, what he did to abuse that poor kid. And I bet, I bet more, you know, cause right. this, this usually, yeah, usually don't know the whole story. And yeah. And it usually doesn't happen in a vacuum. If someone's, you know, a, a bully and uses those tactics to especially like strategic and targeted tactics yeah, man. to that type of person too, you know, with a, a developmental disability, a person of, of color, whether there was race and, you know, a racial intent or not in that, in that yeah. situation. Um, that's just, you know, that you're a scumbag if you do that. And the right. fact that the people who are also involved with them at the time showed remorse. I heard that one story, there was one kid who apologized to the, the mother and, and the child there and well in the family. And, you know, he was crying and it was in person where this kid who was drafted, uh, you know, wrote a court ordered apology and that was the extent of it. Right. Right. And it was like, not what I would consider a real apology. I didn't read it no. to be perfectly honest, but from what I've heard, TSN reported on that story in depth. And I talked yeah. to Corin Richie a little bit about it. They cover the Arizona coyotes here on the hockey podcast network. Um, so, so like I said, I, I'm all about seeing the, the best in people and really, um, I believe in rehabilitation. I believe in, you know, changing yourself for the positive and learning from past mistakes. But in this case, this guy's a piece of shit. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, I, and even at 18, you know, I, I don't, I don't mind him, you know, <laughs> now having to go if he wants to play hockey in Russia. Yeah. I mean, it's, just, it's like the, I think it's the arguments on the other side of this that I'm just like, how are you in our society? And you think that like, imagine that being your kid. First of all, you would, there's you would there would there's no defense you no, you would no. have for a person who did that to your kid. So like that's one way to look at it. But also like he never really truly because like you said, court ordered, like to me, eh, if you have to be court ordered to apologize for doing those things, like that's not an apology. No. That's just what you do to to keep going in your life when you know you have things that you need to, you know, get to, like playing hockey professionally, etc. Yeah. But I mean, uh, how about apologize like for real or like to the person like i saw he put out an apology that was like i want to apologize to my family for yeah like, the, and i'm like what, what about the guy that you did it to? your family yeah, yeah. like that also makes me sick, man that's stupid yeah also no one no one i don't know i don't want to say no one because the internet's insane as you <laughs> well know but definitely very very few people are like finding this guy's family and being like Hey, you're the pro. Like, no yeah. one's criticizing your family, dude. It's on you. Like, you. I mean, I guess you're you're apologizing for like the fact that they have to be associated with you. Fair. But, like, but, like what, but that's something that you wouldn't do publicly. Take, no, you do that take, behind closed doors if you actually cared, right? Right. And yeah. take that, and it's just the sentiment is not there. And I, you know, I've heard people say like, "Well, what does he have to do if he like? Okay, he apologize. Like, what more does he have to do? I'm like, well, a real apology would be cool, like a sincere one. Yeah. But also like. It's not like, you know, you see all these stories, right? The cancel culture, say what you will about it. Some of it gets a little wild. Like, you Well, it's a little wild right now in Vancouver right now because everybody now hates Elias Pettersson because he went on Spit and Chicklets. Dude, it's you can't, crazy, you can't hate Pettersson, man. The right? Kid is, the kid is... Dude, some like, people... He's like the some, ideal player you'd want to have oh, in your organization. And some people... Canucks Twitter is a special place, but like some people... I'll say that. Some people, like one day, were like, I love this guy. He's amazing. Look at him in his crew neck making basketball videos for little fans. And the next day, literally, and I quote, fuck Elias Pettersson. I'm like, okay. The world's the, the world's a crazy a, place right now. That's a very uh, Canadian market. 
thing though oh um, man yeah <laughs> that's like passionate that, and i will i will that give next them care that. of passion yeah yeah that's passionate like, to a fault where you're like i love this guy and then i will fucking burn your house down tomorrow if you do something that i don't like like yeah, that is not even like passion. he's underperforming like you know, like a normal like, like american <laughs> yeah. american fans right if you don't perform then they want your head yeah, you know, exactly. Canadian fans, it's like, oh, I don't like your politics. I want your head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's crazy. But yeah, I mean, that guy is not Elias Pettersson, the, the Arizona guy. Yeah. Like, that's psychopathic stuff, first of all. Like, yeah. you could say whatever about being 14. When I was 14, I was doing dumb shit. It was not like that. It was not even close. Like, no. it wasn't even remotely close. So, like, I just don't see how you defend that and i don't see how this guy isn't going out and saying like hey <laughs> this was really bad like i there's nothing i could do to defend it it was really bad i apologize i apologize to the kid i yeah. apologize to his family <clears throat> like i'm a different person i'm taking steps to do this like here's what i'm doing to repent for like none of that is happening so like yeah how prior do you prior to the draft too right like this all came out right like we should yeah. have known about this prior to the draft that probably would have helped Right. Well, so what I saw is that he did release stuff to teams prior to the draft. Well, yeah, the teams Ari Arizona was like, it's cool. We'll draft yeah. you anyway. <laughs> Hopefully was like you 10, work out. teams who just took him off their entire board. Right. Ultimately. Yeah. Right. Which is like probably what I would do. Because at the same time, like you can say people deserve second chances, but like the NHL is still a business. And if you think about if you were running a business, like who would you want representing your company? Like yeah. probably not the guy who like, you know, borderline tortured a developmentally disabled person. Like mm -hmm. that's not cool. <laughs> and maybe it wasn't, you know, big in the news because he wasn't a projected like top pick, right? Right. Because he yeah. was a later pick. Because there's no way that would have flown under the radar if he was like. That's the thing. Know, I'm like, why didn't I hear about this? I'm like, oh, he's a fourth right. round pick. Okay, that's yeah. why I didn't hear about this. Yeah. No offense it's to all the fourth round picks up there. <laughs> a lot of fourth round picks making things happen. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's wild, dude. Um, and then. In the in the COVID lane of things, I don't know how much attention you pay to baseball. I'm sure it's not nearly as popular in Vancouver as it is in the states. I mean, um, a lot of people here like the Blue Jays. I yeah, could care less about them. I, I yeah. know you don't even more unfortunate. So I root for the Mariners. So <laughs> really unfortunate. I'm closer to the Mariners. I'm like four hours away from the Mariners. Yeah, I'm exactly. A whole country away from Toronto. So that's true. Yeah, They're it's the been game. a while for the Mariners. Yeah, it's that's that's why I don't watch baseball anymore, man. Since yeah. Ishiro, since Ishiro, you know, left not. His comeback because I was ridiculous, but right. I, since Ishiro left for good, I really have not cared about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't really follow it either. So since I, I'm obviously originally from Raleigh, North Carolina, that's how yeah. I know anything about the Hurricanes. And I moved to Georgia a couple of years ago, and like I've always liked baseball. Like I grew, I I played it growing up a little bit. My dad was like a college baseball player, um, so like I know a lot about the game. But it was never a local team, so it was like really hard to follow it. Like who's oh, yeah. gonna pick, you know? I tried to follow like the Rays for a little bit because uh, the triple their triple A team is in Durham, which is you know right around the corner from Raleigh, okay. and uh, that's a pot like people listening that know the Hurricanes will know like Durham Bulls games are really popular. Um, well, so, actually, like, in Vancouver, the Blue Jays old affiliate was I don't know if they're they were summer season short season. I don't know if that's triple A or not, but the Vancouver uh -huh. Canadians they're a feeder to the Blue Jays, and actually like a t I think like even I don't know if Stroman there was a few players actually came from that program too, so it's. It's honestly, I'd say it, it almost rivals Canucks as like just sport atmosphere, even though it's summer, summer league baseball. It's unbelievable. Yeah. They sell out every, every game. It's great. Yeah. We have a team like that here too, um, as part of like an East coast league. It's like summer. It's like, it's like mostly like uh college ball players in between their yeah. seasons. Yeah. 
so this one's like one season step, league. This one's one step above on Vancouver yeah. Island and the mainland. We do have a West Coast league as well, which feeds that. Right. League. So there's just right. so much like baseball it's just dude, goes so in depth. Too it's many crazy. leagues. Too, too many leagues yeah. in baseball. <laughs> Narrow it down. Like yeah, agreed. You got you know triple A, double A, single A. Okay, makes sense. It's yeah. kind of like in the NHL, you know, AHL, ECHL, totally. maybe like USHL. Like, but then there's like class a is split into like multiple things and then you've got west coast league like it's too many leagues dude it's like soccer it here in canada because we don't have like other than mls there's not like a well i guess now there's the canadian premiership that just started but before then it was kind of like you go pro or bust and so they created a ton of like provincial half provincial regional leagues and like yeah. some of them are really good and some of them are really bad but like tournaments now are just like crazy because you'll have a team that lights up someone like 10 nothing and then there'll be one game that's like <laughs> zero zero right so it's just like yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> See, this is how I get the train right off the rails, right? See, this is why I can't yeah, do this. This is why we work well together. <laughs> we're just like synergetically, if that's oh, a man going, just you know, way off. But anyway, what I was gonna bring up was the World Series just uh, just ended, and you know, if you're listening to this on Monday or whenever the next the week it comes out, we're recording this, you know, the week before. So the World Series just ended. The Dodgers won, um, and Justin Turner, who plays for the Dodgers, who Good player, lighting it up in that series. By the way, had I don't know four home runs, maybe like he he did a lot. Mm -hmm. um, he, I mean, they, the MLB I guess was doing it similarly similarly to how the NHL was doing how they tested players every day and everything. Uh, but I feel like that's much easier to do in the NHL because you're not playing every day, or at least yeah. they were, you know they had a couple back to backs, but usually it's every other day. So you have a little bit of time to do those tests and everything. So apparently his test hadn't like come back negative yet, which to me is like odd that. Yeah. Let that go. So then in the second inning of that game, I think it was the second inning. Um, they, th and this, this was all reported like after the game mm. um, or, or right at the end of the game, he, his test came back inconclusive. And so the MLB, now, you know, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not that's a good question that just popped up. We'll get to it in a second. But now you know it's not negative, which is like, you know, hey, that's raise your hand and be like, oh, we might want to. So instead of pulling him then, they just go, we'll just rerun the test and expedite it. They find out in the seventh inning that it's positive oh for sure. God. 100%. So this guy's out in the field. It's positive. Then obviously the league makes them, makes them pull him out of the game, um, which they should have done probably before the game even started. For anyone that's just not, I mean, that's just how I like, you know, if you're really trying to go about it, but I think yeah. they're thinking like, we're toward the end. Let's just, yeah, we're done now, whatever. But better, from better. like a health point of view, I mean, that's, yeah, you're, you're literally make you now X, X, Y, Z players have, you know, yeah. could, 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 get, could get sick. Yeah. That's, so, so not just that's that, on not the MLB. Just, that's not on this player. He didn't yeah, know. Exactly. He didn't know. Yeah. So not just, well, it gets on him in a little bit because oh shit, here we go. <laughs> not just the fact that he played those innings in between, right? So the Dodgers win the World Series. They bring the trophy out into the field. Who comes back onto the field? Oh Justin no! <laughs> Does he wear a mask? Does he no. wear? Anything? Of course no. not. Does is he is he taking pictures of everybody inches from it? Yes, everybody's out there. Like, I mean, people were making. People were making a fuss about him, like kissing his wife on the field. It's like, dude, whatever. His wife definitely has it. Or if yeah, not, if he has it, she has it. Yeah. yeah. So that's not that big of a deal. But like, he knew everyone knew, and they're just like, whatever, dude. Like, hey, MLB, do you not have a PR department that's like, hey, don't 
don't do that. Don't take pictures. There's cameras recording. Like people are going to light us up about this. Like what a nightmare, dude. I mean, Man, I can't I, imagine. See, that's where a lot of people may, you know, crap on Gary Bettman, but Gary would not let that happen. No way. dude. You know, like what, what, what happened in Tampa was something he couldn't control. And even right. then he was pissed. Right. And that, yeah, it wasn't like they weren't, they weren't like constantly advertising parades and stuff being like, this is what we want. <laughs> no, like, no. Yet the MLB is like, oh, screw it. Send him back out there. Do you know? Do you know? And I don't know. Like, I don't know if this was intentional, but again, there should be people whose jobs it are to make sure this doesn't happen. Do you know what tweet came across my timeline today as a promoted tweet, which I'm on the East Coast. So definitely it's got a big, you know, no, what, what came up? It was a it was a Dodgers tweet of a like a promo for just <laughs> for that player oh. saying like isn't this guy the man and like showing highlights and i was like what are you doing promoting this right now that like the, the day that happens like oh my god just an like, <coughs> oh, absolute man. shit show in in the world of like you know pr stuff just like what you yeah doing? and you know like the mlb they ru- they clearly rushed it and did they do the best job no um hey they managed to finish the season but just like yeah but just like the nfl it's not perfect that like some nfl teams aren't their actual team because of so many people having to you know be be taken off the roster due to covid due to covid concerns and then obviously just regular injuries on top of that so it's an interesting season with the nfl and i would argue i mean the mlb there's an, an asterisk bigger than than the i can see with with that uh with that trophy this year because a it's the season was cut off tremendously and um and we all know in baseball like if you if you go on a run in the first 40 games or you fall off in the first 40 games you have quite a bit of time to make that yeah. up we're in we're in this season it just this it just season. didn't it just didn't matter now i don't know yeah the nfl like we'll see how how it plays out um the nhl one's going to be the most interesting obviously since we cover hockey um yeah. and the way that they had success doing it in a playoff format that they clearly cannot do especially if they want to do north of 60 games. I, yeah. I think, you know, we're lucky to see so like a 63 game season. You didn't hear that that's... They're well, playing of course. <laughs> I, I mean, can't believe they're still like putting that out there. Like we really Well, we have this, this summer Olympics come. Like they can't play in the summer. Like it's impossible. You can't do 82. It's no, impossible. It's impossible. So, like, NBC, NBC will not allow it. It's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> I don't know why they're even attempting to be like, we would really like to do a full season. They should just be like, it's definitely not going to be a full season. But, but even we'll then... Players aren't going to be stuck up in Edmonton and Toronto again. Like uh, that that's why these leaked divisions, you know, it looks like that may be a thing. And even then, I heard that there may be even be more condensed. Like like within California, they're yeah. all going to be playing out of one area. And yeah, you can drive home and stuff like that with the, you know, caveat that we 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 trust you and hope that you'll, you know, not be an idiot about this. But for the most part, playing in you know one facility, one or two facilities. Therefore, if there is an outbreak, it can be very much controlled. Yeah, it's a it's a mess, dude. And the other side of it is like the business part of it because we're if if we're talking fans, in seats. yeah. I mean, if you're an owner, if you're an owner of a franchise, like why would you want why would you want to start the season and just be paying out costs with like very little revenue coming back? I mean, like I think they have to though because of the TV deal. Yeah, so like obviously you're making some. It's either make no, but like it's just such a big operating cost to yeah. have no one, no one paying for seats. Like in the NFL, you know their TV deals and their revenue and you know all that is just like it can oh, carry them. It doesn't. They're matter. making money. Well, right look now. at the MLB. The no one's in the the Rays stadium anyways, and they're, they're still- making like le- bigger leagues make money. Like the NHL needs the revenue from people sitting in the 
in the stands to like for at least a good portion of the team. Yeah, shoot. well, actually, Hoppy right. ran into Billy Garen grocery shopping the other oh, day, and wow. you know what's funny is Billy Garen is so much of just like a hockey fan at heart that both of their respected wives had to pull them away from each other because they just got into <laughs> hockey talk. Yeah. And one of the things that that uh, Billy G was saying was that he really hopes and they're aiming to put some butts in seats this year because from an ownership perspective, that's what you want to help yeah. grow the popularity with some of these younger players. You know, people want to come and see the Fialas live, see the Caprizovs and right. whatnot. And as crazy as it may seem right now, the QMJHL, they had around 2,000 people in, one, in I think it was in Moncton uh, yesterday. Now, is that the smart move or not? I mean, I'm not here to comment on that, but leagues are starting to test it out, for lack of a better term, and see if it's something that can be viable throughout the whole season and sustainable. And you better believe that the NHL is probably keeping close tabs on what's going on in the junior leagues and, and, and leagues overseas. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's just a it's a real tricky thing, and it's a lot of it's almost like I mean I've heard a lot of people comparing it to how it was before the playoffs started and mm-hmm. like what they were going to do there and how it was kind of a holding period. But this is worse because yeah. at least for the playoffs, it was less teams. Like you were playing series against each other. Like you could do the bubble. You can't do no the bubble. Like no, it, that know, yeah I exactly. With other leagues like criticize. I can't believe the NFL didn't do a bubble like the NHL. Name. I'm like, dude, are you, you kidding me? Are you the dumbest person alive? Because one, okay, there's 32 teams. They all have, I don't know, 50 players on the roster. And then and then staff and everything. Like, so. <laughs> And let's be honest. Like the NBA and the NFL, with the amount of money that these guys make, yeah. um, they're, they're naturally just, they just become a little bit more of characters. Let's be honest. And we already heard stories like in the NBA, like people sneaking in girls in their duffel bags. Um, you know, and who knows what's going on behind the scenes in the NFL. I would kill to be on a fly on the wall in a fucking NFL bubble if there ever was one, right? There was a documentary came out about that. Oh, oh man. So like, and I'm not criticizing either of these leagues. I'm sure, you know, there's crazy stuff that happens in the, in the national hockey league too, but with, I, I don't know, just the profile of these players are, are so much bigger. And you know, the stories that were, you know, come out of both these leagues respectively outside of a bubble are on a net on another level than, you know, conservative hockey players. So yeah. I think just that in itself is something that it just can't happen. Like th- these professional athletes at that level, f- fandom, and let's be honest, you know, capital, they live a different type of life than us, you know, <laughs> us plebs down here. So it, it would it would be just chaos for the, the commissioners of the league to try to just make sure to like keep a cork on this, uh, oh, this bubble and, you know, s- try not to like chaos ensue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like talk about a- PR, man. Whew, the league would have itself <laughs> cut out with the, Locked, you know, half the NBA in one, you know, arena respectively <laughs> yeah. for 82 games. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I would not, I would not want it to be my job, uh, no. figuring this out at all. Like, I, I still don't know what they're gonna do. Um, and I'm a little worried about like, is it gonna, are we gonna see it? Like, is it gonna, are we gonna be playing games here? Like, you know, I'm pretty confident something's gonna, something's gonna happen. But um, yeah, like, it's just. I could see limited seating seating halfway through the season and then into the playoffs. Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, by that point, I mean you're in over a year and a few months. But you know what they're gonna, yeah, but you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna upcharge the shit out of it, and that's what's gonna be like. It's you know middle class people aren't gonna be able to go see NHL games. <laughs> right. It's gonna be but NBA that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's okay. <laughs> you might get them all under one roof for real. Because the NHL, like, I mean, four hundred bucks a ticket. They don't care, especially God. for playoffs. I mean, New York, if you want to go see. Oh yeah. It's going to be like three grand starting. So there you yeah. go. Yeah. Crazy, dude. <laughs> um, Here, I want to bring up this comment again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Our boys of the Broadway Boys podcast, Andy. 
I was I actually addressed this earlier. If Andy's still watching, uh, he says, "When are we getting the band uh, together?" Soon, Andy. Soon. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that went went down these last two months. Uh, right when I started playing music and getting back into it, but I'm actually jamming with a buddy tonight. His nice. uh, just quick story. I played in a, a band in Calgary, uh, Alberta, for about two years. Toured all over, you know, Calgary area and and southern Alberta. And um, yeah, these two musicians I played with were just unbelievable and continue to stay in touch. You know, when I left to go to university and one actually moved to ironically, the little town that the hockey podcast network studio is based out of. And we started jamming and he's continued to make records and actually like live the rock star uh, lifestyle for a few years, settling down now on the Island on a farm here. And he, uh, his producer buddy who produced both of his albums is building a studio just outside of town. And he's like, Isha, we got to record all of our old songs so yeah. I've, I've had my homework, you know, trying to learn a bunch of those. So I'm <laughs> sorry, Andy. I'm sorry, Zach. I'll send you some tracks soon because I got some banger blues stuff that I've been working on. And uh, I want to hear what you guys can add to it. That's cool. You know what I want to do? One of my friends just started like getting, you know, good DAWs and stuff. And I want nice. I want to do this with some of my friends. It's just like from scratch, <clears throat> put insert one track, like whether it's a it can be a bass line. It could be a drum. Like, you know, it could be a note of it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And just send it back and forth to each other and just do just one add, little thing at a time. Just yeah. add to it. Oh, and just, dude, see what it just see what it becomes. It that's might cool, become man. absolute garbage because it could be just like we're not on the same page. But maybe it's cool, you know? And then maybe you can use it for something. I feel like that would be really cool. That's nice. uh, what's that what's yeah. that word game, that drinking game? You know, when you start with one word, then you have to do the second one, and then like whoever yeah. fucks it up in the circle, it'd be like that. <laughs> yeah, with yeah, music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And maybe by the end of it, it'd sound like we've been drinking. <laughs> exactly yeah people would be like what the fuck is this is this like, from dubstep to bb king blues what too is many genres yeah. <laughs> what's going on Did you like around the world <laughs> right yeah um you know what let's take this thing fully off the rails here okay i want to talk about something that you and i brought up on twitter uh last week and that is dude ranch dressing fucking sucks <laughs> thank you yeah am i okay it's it's and garbage. Do you know how many do you know how many insane people out there right now are listening to this and are like, oh my god, I can't believe you just said that? Like, look, no. I'm, look, I'm sorry. Like, I I I'll I'll shit on the Canadian just like I, I do <laughs> what I'm about to say, but like the majority of the Americans I met, man, they'll just like drink that shit straight. Dude, it's amazing. It's fucking gross. It's gross. Um, it's- I've heard Joey Diaz, he goes off about it. He goes <laughs> off he should. about the ranch dressing, especially on chicken wings. Dude, it's just like dude, what do you just have ranch flavored everything then. Like, why do you get well, like a- I don't even like it as a dressing. Like, I don't no. even want it on my salad, let alone it's on bad. my freaking yeah. chicken wings or carrots or yeah. whatever you want to dip in there. No. People are like, oh, I love wings. I, I, I get them with lots of ranch. I'm like, so you like ranch then? Yeah, yeah. You, you don't like, like wings. Like the consistency of it, I guess? Yeah. Like, what, what are you doing? I got to slap people- in the face to the meat right there. Yeah, dude. Pizza. People put it on pizza. Oh, oh like what? It's gross, dude. My wife does that. I think it's fucking gross. <laughs> There's like, like ranch Doritos and shit. I don't know, I'm not about any of it, dude. Can't do ranch anything. It's like I'm so barely fun. like e- even like Caesar. Like I don't like any of those thick dressing. Like Caesar, okay. T- See, I, the way I, I make like Caesar, Caesar is a little bit different. I put like I do lemons, garlic, balsamic vinegar, and um and a little bit of olive oil, and that's and with some parmesan. And that's yeah. the Caesar dressing that I would learn. And then, <laughs> right. and then I see this like thick shit, you know, coming out of craft. I'm like, no, this is gonna get the anchovies in there, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude. Do you do you have any other like uh just dressings? In general? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not what I was gonna say. Do you have any other like unpopular opinions that you just walk around with and people dude, are always giving you crap? So for it? it's probably way too many. 
Let uh, me hear one. In a podcast. Um, <laughs> another unpopular one. Uh, the other day, and this may be a little bit too specific, but it's it's topical. If Hoppy and Dylan are listening right now, I don't know if you saw this. <laughs> Hoppy actually just commented <laughs> ranch on everything. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, so I saw a, a mock-up uh, Toronto Maple Leafs jersey that obviously was blue and white. But mm. what the concept was, was the Summit Series Team Canada. They used that concept, made it blue, and wrote Toronto instead of Canada. And I thought this was absolutely hideous. And Hoppy and Dylan, they've been ragging on me for it. So Really? I don't know. That, that's that's uh, a, a recent unpopular uh, opinion, I guess. Yeah. And Have I guess seen- one... And, and I guess another one is like, I don't think Elias Pettersson's a bad guy, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's apparently. very unpopular right now. Fairly unpopular. Um, dude, have you seen the Dallas Stars? Uh, have you seen their uh, jerseys they just came out with? Like the whatever, uh, their laser tag looking shits with the neon. Chernobyl? Yeah, dude. What is that? They wanted to glow in the dark. I guess my friend Christina just commented, this isn't COD. Yeah, you're right. We're not streaming. We're not streaming some Warzone up in here. No, Although, I'm gonna CS, be it's only CSGO up in here. I'm gonna be very transparent with you, Isha, because I kept you waiting for a few minutes. I was finishing up a game of Warzone. Oh my god! But I did. I'm literally, I'm literally here working with a former <laughs> NHL player, and you're keeping me wait like five minutes, dude. I threw the game though because I just ran out. I was like, we're gonna. I guess I gotta. I gotta push okay. no one. <laughs> well, because of that, I'm gonna plug his new show. By the way, if you're listening to his podcast on Monday, it airs on Saturday. Life after hockey, featuring and hosted by Brad Lieb, uh, played in the National Hockey League, ripped up the AHL and uh, the German League overseas, and already in the bank, some great guests. He, uh, he's going to be interviewing people and talking about, well, their life after hockey, whether it's been working in management, you know, and what they do after that, hockey players who've, you know, found success, um, and maybe some who've had, you know, some speed bumps along the way. Uh, I've, you know, helping him edit and uh, work on some things right now with the first episode, and uh, it's it's unbelievable stuff, and I'm super excited and proud to to publish it through the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, and you can find Brad Lieb on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, at HockeyPodNet. In the next coming days, we'll be pumping uh, pumping the shit out of it, and also uh, check it out. Uh, yeah, on all, on all social media, we're really excited for that. It'll be on all podcast apps, uh, Life After Hockey, or of course on the Hockey Podcast Network. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Uh, so many great shows on the network, dude. Like, I don't, you guys. Oh have, man. You got, you guys have we've made so many awesome connections like people i've gotten to even just email with i'm like whoa this is insane like <laughs> man it's we're so proud uh not not from what necessarily we we built but that every host uh has produced amazing content and you know without you guys there would be no network right we we elevate each other and you said it with the contacts and connections that we've been able to share with each other and build i mean man like i like i email back and forth with michael russo like that is insane yeah that's awesome <laughs> yeah that's that's really cool um i'm i'm glad to be here for sure um and you know this isn't an ad for the network it was just comes up a conversation but um, i mean it's kind it, of in my screen right now too like, it is yeah <laughs> look how great that looks though look how professional that looks and then you've got me like i got like that's not even my college degree either that's my wife's mine is like <laughs> over here you can't see it even <laughs> well, look, I, I'm too. I'm believe it or not, I'm two two classes shy of a college degree. So there you go. Nice, I don't even dude. have one on my wall. It took me. Let's see. I graduated high school in 2012, and uh, I got my diploma mailed to me in 2019. I think so. Uh, <laughs> it took know, a I graduated while. in 2011. <laughs> I graduated in 2011. <laughs> two programs and a minor later, I'm two classes t- to to finish. So there you go. You're doing all right, though. I think you. I think you'll be okay. <laughs> no regrets. No. No. Actually, 
the reason I got into media is because I had a, a teacher in my communications class who used to work for the CBC and it was her last class. And then she was retiring and a lot of teachers check out at that point. She yeah. was the opposite. She went all in and any student that had like any, sh any glimpse of drive or passion towards something, she like hooked you up with connections and, and resources and one with me with sports media. So she was like, no, 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 screw your child and youth care stuff that you were doing. I want to, I want you to go all in on this. And here we are today. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, nothing. What else has happened in the hockey world, man? There's not a whole lot else going on. They like postponed the all-star weekend and winter classic, which I guess oh, is I know. Like and Minnesota expected. fans are crushed dude. Cause they've been uh, waiting years for this. Yeah. They haven't postponed the hurricane stadium series game yet. I mean, they, there's no way they have it. Though. It's not going to happen. So why have they not, why have they not announced it? I don't know, but there's, <laughs> There's definitely no way you play one of those games without a full stadium. No, like no, 100 because it's well, it's point? a money making. Yeah, that's the whole point. I, I almost said scheme, but it kind of is at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, Minnesota fans are more more uh, sad about the the high school hockey tournament being canceled because I don't know if you. Really? I mean, you're American. I don't know if you know about this, but that is where it's at. Minnesota high school hockey is almost more popular than the National Hockey League, and it rivals college hockey for its popularity. And the high school tournament sells out the Excel Energy Center where they have to put extra seating where I believe it's around 21,000. Like That's it's crazy. insane for high school hockey. Dude, my high school hockey team was like not even just my school. <laughs> it was like eight of us <laughs> for my school. It was like, they, a couple of these kids are from, you know, that other school. Yeah, but like, in are fairness, we playing that show today? They're like, yeah, but they're going to be hard. In fairness, it's Carolina versus Minnesota. So different yeah, hockey no, culture. It's a very Minnesota. different environment. Um, but yeah, that I would have loved to. I would have loved to grow up. Yeah. Next year, I'm, I'm, I'm flying over. I was going to do it this year, but, you know, it's it's not happening. And with, right. you know, with, with the world still being kind of on lockdown and whatnot, as it should be. Um, but I can't wait to go experience there. And you talked about connections, man. Me being a Vancouver Island kid, you know, following the Canucks and the NHL in general, kind of taking that leap and, and responsibility to know, like only focus on the wild and cover that team um, kind of from a different perspective as an outsider, but now a little bit as an insider. I met so many great people within that market from the bar down beauties and Jesse Pierce and Alexis Pearson, who, you know, contribute to the athletic and NHL.com respectively to Michael Russo, to Ryan Carter on the Fox sports media side Anthony LePant, and then indie guys too, like the 10,000 Takes Boys, who are kind of like, I don't know, the dumbed-down uh, Barstool-like Minnesota media group, yeah. you know? They they bring kind of raunchy humor to, to Minnesota sports. Um, and more, you know, state of hockey, like breweries. So hockey is, is ingrained in that culture. Right. Yeah, everyone's a Vikings fan first, but I'd say the Wild and their high school or college team, where whether it's uh, the University of Minnesota, University of North Dakota some scumbags as they would say who uh like wisconsin no it's it's all good fun and it's uh it's really an honor and 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 you know and really fun to be part of that now yeah yeah that's awesome are you growing a mustache for november uh oh yeah of course it takes really? me about a day dude i shaved yesterday <laughs> i literally i shaved yesterday wow yeah yeah i can't do that i can't i i don't grow the the mustache i'll, I'll grow you know the okay the but it, even that takes a while um you no know, my it's, it's ideal. i joke because uh I'm, I'm half persian my father has a big family um one of nine brothers and sisters we all have cousins and Ooh. most of them are males so we always joke that this is the one month of the year where everyone looks <laughs> the same like <laughs> when we all grow out the mustache we all just look like my dad or our uncles my last name zarion my my father's last name and the, the true zarion comes out in all of us yeah dude that i mean crazy um yeah i can't my friend was asking me about it yesterday he was like are we doing it and i was like 
no way, dude. One, I don't grow a mustache well. Also, <laughs> like, it looks horrible on me. Some people pull it off, you know? Some well, that's the fun. Well. Some people, you know, what I like to do is just go balls to the wall, no no right. trim or anything. Where some people, you know, they, like my dad, you I've know, never seen, I've up. never seen my father without facial hair and he keeps a nice clean cut. Right. So that's different. No. But also, like, I just don't, hair on the lip is just not, not ideal for me. Like, yeah, it's not fun. Just kind of around, you know, I don't want hair in my mouth. <clears throat> so why yep. would you want hair like right above, <laughs> right above your mouth, you know? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. No. To each their own, I suppose. To each their own, one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know that there's a whole lot else to deal with in the in the league as it goes. So, um, I was going to get into a little bit of hurricane stuff. I mean, you're more than welcome to stick around if you if you want. I don't know how much <laughs> how much you'll have to say about it. I I um, didn't. I just told Dylan and Brad leave here before hopping on. I was like, fuck, I didn't do my homework on Carolina. But Zach, you know, you didn't even you didn't even on. ask me one question about the hurricane. So I love it. No, no need, man. We, we, we can figure out enough. I knew we would be able to talk about enough. Just there was very little prep went into this. I knew we'd I love be able it. To just I love it. I love it. And enough. you know, that's when we bring you on and you know, we'll, we'll figure it out after this. Uh, maybe I'll get you and Hoppy in touch and he can organize it. He's now my new right hand man here. Right. Um, well, well, we will go out of our way not to send you a script too. Although we do want <laughs> you to bring on one of those Carolina beers, Carolina hurricane beers. We oh have to yeah. Dude, gotta get a storm brew. Hell yeah. So bring I'll that on the soda pod. That's your homework. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll get one. I'll get one from awesome. somewhere. Awesome, buddy. I'll, I'll find it. <laughs> well, again, like, thanks for having me. This was a, this was a ton of fun. Yeah, man. Thanks so much for coming on. And, and thanks for, you know, putting up with the, the insanity. I'm glad you buy into it. <laughs> uh, anytime, anytime. Uh, check him out, guys. The Canes Train podcast. Zach Thompson, uh, Tompkins does amazing work. Thank you. You're too kind. And check check out Isha and, and the the soda pod. Um, and just check out everything the Hockey Podcast Network is doing. Follow at HockeyPodNet. Um, you know, there's always cool giveaways and stuff. Actually, the day you're listening to this or, you know, hopefully if you're a good listener and you're listening <laughs> to it on Monday when it comes out because you subscribe, which you should if you're not, um, we are doing the jersey contest, right? So, Oh, know, yes, sir. Yes, check sir. That out. Go check Twitter. I'll If I'm, you know, good at my job, I'll have tweeted about it by now. And if not, you know, it'll be up there shortly. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll get around to it. <laughs> so awesome. go check that out because it's a really cool contest. Sweet. Thanks, Zach. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it.